Welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts. This show promotes great health through good nutrition and physical activity, believing that in these last days that God wants us to prosper and be in good health. Before starting any exercise or nutritional plan, please talk with your physician. And now here are your hosts, personal trainers, and lifestyle coaches, James and Karen Roberts. Hello and welcome to Living Fit with James and, and Karen. Karen Roberts. And I'm James. And I'm Karen Roberts. Uh, today we're going to start off with Karen's fit tip that she uh, did earlier today with mm -hmm. Linda Greenwood. Yes. It's about what, Karen? Um, just talking about how to build and strengthen your shoulders because that, believe it or not, is one of the most used muscles that we have in our body. Okay. This is Karen talking with about the shoulders. Hi, and thank you for joining me again this week. So, the fact that Jesus came to earth in a body, not as a cow or a horse as a, or as a pig, but as a human being, further demonstrates God's, God's regard for our physical beings. Paul tells believers bluntly that their bodies are from God. Therefore, believers should honor God with their bodies. So today I want to talk about how to get healthy, toned arms and shoulders just in time for the summer. Now, according to the American Council on Exercise, combining cardio, strength training, and a healthy diet is a great way to reduce body fat. When it comes to sculpting strong, defined shoulders, the lateral raise is one of the most underrated exercises out there. But aesthetics aren't the only reason to give your delts more attention in your workouts. Experts say that sh your shoulders are the most mobile joints in your body, thus increasing chances of injury. So by strengthening them, you will be lowering the risk of injury and increasing the chances of longevity. And so the perfect exercise for uh, strong shoulders is a combination side and front lateral raise. This is an isolated exercise that strengthens the entire shoulder. And here's how you do it. You're going to start by standing with your feet shoulder width apart. You're gonna grab a pair of dumbbells, about five to 10 pounds, with your palms facing inward, and let your arms hang at the side of your thighs. It is okay to maintain a slight bend in your elbow, Next, you want to gradually raise your arms out to the sides in a controlled manner until, until they are shoulder level. Pause, then lower the weights back to the starting position. Then move your hands to the front of your thighs and gradually raise the weights in front of you until you reach shoulder level once again. Pause, then gradually and in a controlled manner, lower the weight back to the starting position. This would be considered one rep. You want to do about four sets of 12 to 15 reps about twice a week. Every time you reach, grab, pull, or push something, you are risking shoulder injury. So remember, not only will you end up with great looking shoulders, but working your shoulders will greatly reduce the chances of injury and increase strength and mobility on so many different levels in your shoulders. 
Now, you can also go to my website, KarenRRoberts.com or livingfit.com.co on Facebook to see the actual video. And there are four more exercises included in that video that you can do for your shoulders as well. So I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. Please feel free to pass it on to anyone who you feel could use it and that would benefit from it. And tune in to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts today at 11 a.m. on WLJF 100.7 FM. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a blessed day. Welcome back. Thank you for uh, listening to Karen's Fit Tips. And uh, please let her know how they're benefiting you on our website. She's going to be posting a video. Yes. Uh, so you'll be able to go and see how to do some of those. But today we want to talk about, again, about air and about uh, your lung capacity um, because we're talking about New Start and today we, uh, we're we into the air, but we'll tell you, uh, give you a, um, a refresher about uh, of, uh, how will New Start work. New Start is an acronym for eight principles that we believe are in the Word of God mm -hmm. that will help you as far as being healthy. If you follow these principles, then you won't have a problem with, with at least having the right method for your health. All right. Nutrition, uh, which is good for your, the, the foods that we eat, the right foods that we put in our body, makes for a healthy body. Exercise makes for your body strength and for your versatility. Water is for your, the, the blood flow, your brain function, your joints, your cells, mm -hmm. and uh, sunshine. Again, that's very beneficial for vitamin D, yep. and that you get that. And it also warms the joints, mm -hmm. heating them up so that you can move better. Right. And then we talked about, of course, we talked about tea, which is temperance, and then temperance involved in all of that because self-control is involved in everything we do. Right. And so uh, then we went, we start, went to air, which we started last week, and we'll talk about that further this week. Right. We're talking about rest, rest, relaxation, and relationships. Mm -hmm. We need to get those. And, we, of course, the last thing we talk about is trusting in God's divine power to give us the strength and ability through the power of the Holy Spirit to do everything that we're talking about here. Okay, today we want to talk about your respiratory system. Your lungs are, are part of the respiratory system, a group of organs and tissues that work together to help you breathe. The respiratory system main job is to move fresh air into your body while removing waste gases. Why our lungs, why, why our lungs are so important is because uh, of those factors. Mm -hmm. And we talked about uh, life is better when you can breathe easier. Right. And the chances are you don't think much about your lungs because if you're in good physical, natural shape, shape yeah. you, you don't think much about it, but you could be having some problems. Some people uh, think that sinus problems and things like that are not related to their lungs, but they are. Mm -hmm. All those things are, are evidence that probably something's wrong and that you need to take better care of what you're doing at home. And your lungs basically have two um, capacities. One is, uh, or, or two elements, I should say, or functions rather. And one is um, 
the lung capacity, which is the maximum amount of oxygen that your body can use. And then you have your lung function, um, which basically determines how much air uh, your lungs will be able to handle, how much air your lungs will be able to move in and out of your body. Yeah, reliable uh, pair of working good lungs help you breathe uh, 12 to 15 times in a minute. Uh, and that's about 6 million breaths a year. If our lungs could talk, they would ask us to please help them stay healthy so that we can uh, be uh, have more wonderful things such as speaking and, and talking and cheering and singing. Karen says I can't sing, but with good <laughs> lung capacity, you know what I'm saying? He still won't be able to sing. I won't be able to sing, fact, but at the least... The problem is he'll be able to sing longer. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, the vibrato, which people, you know, I guess that's what they use uh, when they're singing. <laughs> but you do need to have good lungs in order to do that. So Well, and another thing that you should remember is that um, you, although your lung function uh, or your lung capacity may be able to be improved, your lung function cannot be improved. So that's even more of a reason to want to maintain good lungs because although you'll be able to increase the capacity, you won't be able to increase the lung function. Yeah. Your lungs also work with your throat, your voice box, your tongues, and your lips. Together they, they let us verbally communicate the things we need to do uh, to, to, when we use them. The root for the team, think of the fun you can have when you're expelling air from your lungs. For example, at a football game. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're cheering for the team. Mm -hmm. And when you're at church, you're praising God. Mm -hmm. and like I said, we need to get louder. If we get, <laughs> we're getting loud at the football game, we get louder for Just God. Just tell Pastor you're working on increasing your lung capacity. That's right. Like I tell him, you're <laughs> shouting for Jesus. And you're lifting him up with all those praises. So but, go but ahead. what you can but what happens is that as you begin to use your lungs more, you begin to improve the capacity and um, not only verbally but even through aerobic workouts, you begin to improve your lung capacity. Even uh, when you laugh, laughter is a, a uh, you couldn't even do it properly without good lungs, you know, so you you need to realize that. Uh, uh, a good chuckle every now and then uh, helps relieve tension and and uh, give you a longer term uh, actually for your immune system. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that we talk about in in the new new start that all of them kind of correlate together. Yeah. You know because the all thing the Bible says all things work together for the good of them who are who love the Lord and are called according to His purposes. So the the lungs also are a good source of those things that we need to take care of so that we can breathe properly and uh, live a long life because everything toxic uh, comes in through our nose, mouth, uh, and we breathe those toxins into our bodies mm. which can lead to things going wrong in our body. So make sure that you know you're, you're very cautious when you're outside or around uh, even when you're cooking those toxic uh, greases and stuff like that gets into your lungs, which causes problems later on down the yeah. road. Yeah, and sometimes when you, uh, let's say you breathe in some uh, smoke from a barbecue or something like that, and you find that you're coughing, really that's your body trying to get rid of the toxins, of the uh, toxins that you've inhaled. 
And a lot of people don't know that uh, charcoal smoke is actually one of the most toxic things you can possibly breathe. Uh, really? Even cook with? Yeah. In general? When you're cooking all, cooking oils, even in the house, you're, when you cook them above uh, probably 120 degrees, you're, those are toxic fumes that you're breathing in. When you see somebody working in a restaurant like Hardee's or McDonald's or someplace like that, and they're, they're uh, uh, making burgers, those kids are breathing in toxic fumes. They're not, they're not, that's not healthy, and you're actually eating the toxic grease. So be careful you know, when you think about uh, giving your kids an assignment to go get a job. You don't want them to be in, in putting themselves in jeopardy by, by breathing in fumes like Especially that. Especially if they already have a weakened immune system. Yeah, you, you don't want, want that to be the problem. Uh, you know, uh, I know that Karen and I are looking to live till we're uh, 100, so we won't be able to blow out those candles. And the, <laughs> the more candles we have, we need, a, the, need our lung capacity to do that. Right. So we need to be able to be able to breathe in and blow out and get those candles out. So now having 10 other family members help yeah, us yeah, blow yeah. the candles out. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I want to be able to count every one of those candles and blow them all out at the same time when I'm 100 years old. Yeah. So make sure that you have good, strong, healthy lungs by doing the things necessary. That means expanding your lungs through mm -hmm. exercise and normal uh, exercise. You know, you're going to actually increase your breathing some when you're yeah. doing those things. And don't, don't mistake um, being out of breath with being short of breath, okay? Yeah. Because being short of breath is when you really have a low capacity. If you start to exercise and you um, are gasping for air or something like that, that just means that you're out of breath from the exercise and your body's trying to recover. You know, a lot of swimmers, you know, they have to hold their breath when they're underwater. So you, you want to be able to hold it, but you want to be able to hold it in long enough that you can expand it when it does come out and you can actually breathe. You have to be able to train your lungs to be able to do those things. Those people, you know, uh, have very good lungs. And you have, in order to be able to hold your breath that long, you have to be able to actually be able to strengthen your lungs to do that. Right. So, you know, the, a lot of stuff that we do, we don't actually actually think about it as another exercise, but actually you should train your lungs to be stronger too. Now, if you are a person who is just starting to exercise, you definitely want to con consult your physician before you begin an exercise program. And you want to make sure that when you do start, if you feel any uh, nausea, or pain or pressure in your chest, arm, neck, jaw, or shoulder, you want to stop immediately and consult your doctor. Yes, because your lungs work together with uh, uh, your breathing sensors your, in your brain, your blood vessels, and your muscles join uh, to tempora temporarily uh, halt your air intake. So you want to make sure that you know, you're getting the right amount of oxygen into your uh, your body so that your blood flows properly too. So, you know, uh, everything, again, like I said, works together. Uh, so you want to make sure that when you're breathing, you're breathing in properly and you're not, you know, don't, don't uh, think panting when you're, uh, when you're hyperventilating uh, uh, is the same thing as when you're at the gym and you're exhausting yourself. There are exercises that do bring your, uh, your breathing up. 
So yeah. understand what that is. Like if you were uh, out riding a bike up a, up a, a hill right. or, or doing a hike, right. you may be breathing a little, little heavier than somebody uh, who's actually just uh, sitting on a bench or, or doing push-ups because those are exercises that don't uh, necessarily are constant but when you're 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 exerting yourself constantly you may your breathing may get heavier right because everyday breathing just daily in and out breathing is not enough to keep our lungs healthy we have to challenge ourselves and we have to do that by increasing the intensity of whatever it is we're doing yeah your your breathing uh, helps with your uh, uh, bringing in uh, uh, oxygen to move and uh, so they'll produce uh, less carbon dioxide into your body. So you want to make sure that you're getting good, good, adequate uh, air flow. Yes, yes, feeding oxygen to yeah. the cells. Yeah, so, you, you want, yeah, so those, everything that we talk about here, uh, as far as water and nutrition and uh, air and sunshine, all these things work, like I said, together for you to have good bodily functions. and. And don't, don't uh, think that you can get by with doing one thing without doing the other because all these things, like I said, are very important. Uh, when we don't uh, think about uh, getting, open up our windows in the house, like I said, a closed up house is very toxic. We talked about that last time. We want to get our windows open, you know, at least uh, a couple of times a week at least, uh, or get outside. You don't want to just sit up in the house. You know, somebody who sits in the house, they're breathing in a lot of toxins, and really their brain functions aren't working well. That's why a lot of people are sick. You know, psychologists yeah. have even said that uh, this helps with uh, people being most emotionally strengthened. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to sit inside of a home and, and get, you know, that's very depressing. You know, all these things that people talk about uh, they're doing, you know, they're afraid to go outside. That's a mental problem, and it's probably coming because their body is toxic. You know what I'm saying? That people don't associate with food and, and sunshine and water and air. All that works together to keep people actually working. And even drinking water. Drinking water is one of the most important things you can do um, for your lungs, just the same as the rest of your body. Yeah, uh, you, yeah moisture. You, know, you, you have to have moisture. And... You, and uh, those fibers, those those hairs in your nostrils that prevent uh, you from breathing in too much, too much. You know, you, you those are filters. Right. And so you want to make sure that you know you're taking care of yourself and getting the right amount of uh, the things we need to make our bodies more healthy. And we like I said again, uh, when we talk about air, we talk about every cell in your body needs oxygen in order to live. Right. The air we breathe contains oxygen and other gases. Once in the lungs, oxygen is moved into the bloodstream and carries through your body. At each cell in your body, oxygen is exchanged for a waste gas called carbon dioxide. The bloodstream then carries the waste gases back to the lungs where it is removed from the bloodstream and is exhaled. So you want to exhale all that toxin out of your body by normal breathing. Yep. Yep. Like I said, you know, when somebody gets uh, uh, excited or, 
or gets uh, scared or whatever, somebody says, sit down, breathe, breathe, you know, <laughs> breathe, calm down. Calm down. Like, even when a pregnant woman, you know, when they're getting ready to have a baby, they teach them how to breathe and properly. And even my clients, when I'm, when I'm training them, the, and they'll tell you, I always say, breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. Breathe slowly. You want to get your heart rate down and you want to keep the oxygen flowing. And also, you want to make sure you have good posture because um, the lungs are actually a very soft structure in the body and they only take up really as much room as you allow them. So you want to occasionally sit tall, reach your hands over your head, um, just to make more room in your body for your lungs. And that's something that if you've ever taken a yoga class, you'll see that they do that quite frequently and as they're the instructor's talking, she's saying this is going to help your lungs and this is the reason why this is what it does. It helps you to stretch and make more space in your body for the lungs and therefore it's able to function better and get those toxins out of your body. Yes, your lungs and respiratory system automatically perform the vital process called gas exchange. Yeah. In addition to gas exchange, your respiratory system performs other uh, roles important to uh, breathing. These include breathing air to uh, the proper body temperature and moisturizing it to the right humidity level. Protecting your body from harmful substances, this is done by coughing, sneezing, filtering and swallowing them, supporting your sense of smell. The parts of the respiratory system, uh, the, the airways, which is called the sinuses, are, are, are hollow spaces in the bones of your head above and below your eyes. And everybody knows what I'm talking about. You're talking about your nose, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Though, yeah. that, that's your passageway uh, for your sinuses. And I, I know a lot of people say they have sinus problems, mm -hmm. you know, and, and probably because they're all stopped up with right. all kinds of dust mites and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like I said, it's very important for people to change the sheets on their beds uh -huh. and stuff like that. Right, the you know, filters in their yeah, house. Filters in, like I said, and vacuum carpeting dust. yeah, yeah. dust every you know dust quite often dust is something that builds up i was at a place uh the other day and there was so much dust on everything i don't know how people <laughs> you know uh, get away with it and and think that they can actually uh live healthily when it comes to uh doing these kind of things we, we need to be conscious of what, when we go into a room and like I said, it's very dusty. Like I said, we talked about last time being yeah. in rooms where there's no windows. Right. Those rooms are actually toxic because there's no airflow. You know, dust settles in those areas because there's no place for it to go. And so you're taking them in, you're taking it in and out. And so, all uh, the time. Yeah. But and, um, the, now there's a, a site, uh, the American um, Lung Association actually offers um, uh, different um, classes or opportunities to learn how to breathe better. They actually have breathing clubs. If um, I've never heard of it until I started doing this research and um, I can understand why they came about because a lot of people do have breathing problems and um, you can also visit um, the American Lung Association website and they have some, um, they have an 800 number, 800 Lung USA is L-U-N-G USA, and um, you can find other ways to help, um, you know, just with different breathing patterns. 
Yeah, the, the nose is the preferred entrance for outside air into the respiratory system. The hairs of the lining of the nose wall are part of the air cleaning system. Air also enters through the mouth, especially for those who have a mouth breathing habit, whose no uh, nostrils passages may be temporarily blocked by a cold or um, heavy exercise. Yeah, and, and as far as the lining is concerned, um, when you're drinking water, that provides fluids throughout um, the lining. It uh, keeps the, it's called muscle linings, and the, um, it's a very thin lining in the lungs, and it helps the lungs to function better. Yeah, uh, the throat collects incoming air from your nose and mouth through uh, passages down to the windpipe or the trachea. The windpipe or the trachea is a passage leading from your throat to your lungs. The windpipe divides into two main bronchial tubes, one of which is uh, your lungs, which divides again into each lobe of your lungs. These in turn split further into the bronchioles, uh, which Karen was talking about. Your lungs and blood vessels uh, are, your right lung is divided into three lobes or sections. Each lobe is like a balloon filled with sponge, like tissue. Air moves in and out through one opening and uh, a branch into the bronchial tube. Your left lung is divided into two lobes. Uh, the, I can't sp say this very well, but it's, there, it's spelled P-L-E-U-R-A, <laughs> are the two <laughs> membranes. Actually, one continuous one fold uh, on itself. That surrounded each lobe of the lungs and separate your lungs from your chest wall. And your bronchial tubes are lined with cilia, like very small hairs. That moves like waves. This motion carries mucus, sticky, phlegm. You know, uh, we have people talk about they have phlegm. Uh, phlegm yeah. uh, in their throat or liquid upward out into their, your throat which you want to get these things when you see that stuff you don't want to hold it in you don't want to swallow it you want to make sure you're getting this stuff up all this stuff that you see is green slimy stuff that's that's the stuff coming out of you you don't want that stuff you don't want to suppress it you don't want people telling you to uh, well you, you need to go take medication actually you want that stuff out of you as fast as you can get it out don't let people tell you that you don't want phlegm or, or snot. <laughs> All that stuff is bringing out the toxins. Yeah. It doesn't look good, but it is. It, you don't want it going into you. You want it coming out of you. That's a sign that you're actually expelling the things that are toxic to your body. You don't want to make. You don't want those things. You know, staying in you. And you, especially when you sleep at night. You know, you're thinking, well, you know, I'll take this medication. I'll be able to sleep better at night. And you're still, you're still not getting those things out of you, suppressing it. That's not good. You want to make yeah. sure that you get these, this stuff out of you. When a baby starts coughing up and, and throwing up, don't, don't try to suppress those things. Those, those things are getting toxins out of your body. Actually, Karen and I learned something when we were going through detoxification ourselves, even just from eating uh, meat, that... We go through a, a process where the food actually 
leads us into uh, just like a drug addict. Mm -hmm. uh, we go through shaking, we go through uh, where we get uh, uh, wanting to throw up because we're, we're wanting uh, those, those foods that we were normally eating and it, it makes us kind of shaky. And, and anybody who goes through uh, any kind of a fast or anything like that, you'll see them go through a point where they start feeling bad. But after the bad point, they'll start feeling a lot better because right. you have to go through a little bit of sickness in order to get well. So don't right. let uh, feeling bad be the thing that drives you back to doing the things that you know is wrong. Blow your nose. Yeah. If you feel, feel like you're stopped up in your head, don't take nasal sprays and push it back up into your head. Blow it out. Blow those things out. Get the toxins out of your body as fast as you can. Right. And, uh, God, and, and God cares about how we take care of our bodies. He doesn't care just about our souls. So we want to make sure that we do everything we can to be good stewards and um, to just, you know, take better care of ourselves. Well, that's about it for us today. Thank you for listening. Keep living fit and doing what might matters. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or a fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co, or call 336-285-5999. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you. Thank you.